Welcome to the Heroes of Reality Podcast, a podcast about the game of life and the hero's journey we all experience. Let's jump in with our host, Dylan Watkins, as he introduces today's guest. Welcome, young adventurers, and on today's podcast, I have Jay Levin. He leads a non-profit advocacy campaign, Equip Our Kids, whose focus is on raising the emotional intelligence of humanity, starting with our children and youth. Equip promotes getting what educators call social uh, emotional learning curriculum into pre-K and 12 uh, pre-K to 12 uh, grade schools, motivated by the reality that 90% of public is unaware of the remarkable child, school, family, workplace, society outcomes of learning. Jay argues it is actually the most likely to, uh, social movement in the world to raise humanity's conscious on the mass level out of the paradigm of conflict, pain, inadequacy, and misery. So without any further delay, I'd like to welcome Jay. Hey, brother. Welcome. Hey, Dylan. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. So I'm super excited to talk to you. Uh, social emotional learning is definitely uh, one of the areas that I am highly focused on and some uh -huh. of the work that I do. I'd love to learn a little bit about your journey that puts you on the path for advocating social emotional learning uh, for kids uh, K through 12. Okay. Well, um, it started with a semi-dysfunctional family. <laughs> As it does. Uh, <clears throat> Not the only one in the world, but yeah. we all know. Yeah. Um, and my, my response to it was to think there's got to be something better happening. Mm. It was just innate. And it wasn't something I really thought about. It was just something I felt. Mm. And so uh, when I became a young journalist, um, my, what, what most concerned me was anything that made positive change. Mm. Uh, could have been about so could have been about racism, violence, etc. Uh, uh, so social justice, poverty, but wherever I saw a potential to uh, see what was transformative, uh, I kind of jumped at trying to get my editors to let me cover it, uh, and they did. They let me cover a lot of good stuff, um, but this was for a daily newspaper in New York. But very early on, I learned, I, I got curious about um, mind therapy techniques that were being used to treat drug addicts. So I convinced my editor to let me go do a series about this. So I spent a bunch of time in group workshops, individual sessions where I could, um, seeing the techniques work, uh, work with addicts and seeing progress over a six month period of people mm. changing, relating differently, understanding themselves differently, et cetera. So that, that, that convinced me of something that I um, uh, already suspected, which is the basics of what we're doing now. And that, what that convinced me of was that most human dysfunctionality, pain, uh, craziness in your personal life, the people you get angry at, the people you get, et cetera, the way you think you're inadequate, where you may join in violence or not violence, whatever. Uh, those decisions are really a, uh, uh, from a lack of skills to know how to relate to your own yourself, what's happening interiorly with you and what's happening in your relationships to the world. And when that's a collective thing, uh, and, and you become, you become, you learn more about child development process, 
and how sensitive we all are as children and how we take in so much data, including the data of conflict, because we see conflict all the time and data of judgment. We develop that judgmental mind. No baby comes in with it. We're already set up to create a world full of nukes, full of, uh, you know, insurrections that, that, uh, that are pain caused, full of um, personal relationship pain. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of people walking around with their mind chattering, thinking, "What am I? Go- what am I going to do with this and that?" And uh, not happy with their lives, etc. So, yeah. the human condition That's, as we know it. You know? Nobody gives you a manual. Like, I mean, there's no, there's no like, like when you have a baby, you don't get a manual. Right. Say, "Hey, this is how you run kids. This is this is how it operates." And right, and right. and the challenge is that you know we, the when we solve certain issues, like you know the. the struggling being in poverty or there's a lot of stressors and there's not really given a manual on how to handle and communicate those conflicts. How do you communicate that? And then so much of that is like people are in pain and so they project the pain onto you and then you, and, and then there's no, there's no internal narrative. It's like, it's, you don't know that your, your dad's struggling with his business and doesn't know how to put food in the table. And then when he comes home stressed, you think it's you, you think it's that piece of you. And then you don't know, how to communicate your, we, you know, we're, there wasn't a, there wasn't a pamphlet on, this is how I relate my vulnerability. This is how I communicate my triggers. This is how I do my frameworks. And so we don't really have that. And you're right there. That causes so much pain, which then causes, which causes the fear causes pain, pain causes violence. Violence causes a cyclical cycle that goes around in a circle. So, and, you know, many tens of millions of people taking antidepressants. Yeah. That's that, uh, a, yeah, pumping kids full of Ritalin, all kinds of stuff. It's so much easier to hey, you know, you could you could do a ton of deep work and therapy and face your shadows and demons, or you could take this pill, right? Uh, and, and and so many people want to take that pill because it's just yeah, easier. Right. Or, t- or take that heroin, or take that you know, take yeah. that meth, whatever. Yeah. But the reason is, is covering up pain. Yes. Like it's like, okay, what am I going to do about my emotional pain? Well, why do you have the emotional pain in the first place? because you didn't get the acknowledgement you needed. You didn't get to learn how to deal with people who were not, uh, no baby tells their parents at two years old, you're very fucked up, please go get yourself some therapy, right? It doesn't happen. Excuse no. my language, I don't yeah. know what's permission. No, it's here. all fair game in this place. No, no, there's okay, no, great. there's no so, one. So what I, so you know, there I was 22, 23 years old and mm-hmm. I'm seeing the, these changes yeah. and it's convincing me that the, that, that the, the most basic, real fundamental thing about heredity is one skills matter skill sets matter they make a difference and two the world is an effect the, the cause is how we're trained to deal with the world if we were trained differently we'd have a different kind of world we would have a more loving compassionate mutually exclusive world less rate racism all, all the ne- negative stuff less violence uh etc and it's and so i became a uh so among the things we did was, uh, as a journalist, I kept covering more, not just for our paper, but I got a, quite a number of um, uh, chances to write for outside magazines about elements of the human development movement, including, of all things, Cosmopolitan magazine. <laughs> <laughs> they said, this is great stuff. All these all new therapy techniques. Okay. So uh, flash forward to some years later, and I'm, a few years later, I'm starting the LA Weekly newspaper, which I grew to be the biggest urban weekly in the country. And we were the only city urban weekly that uh, covered the human development movement, along with all the 
entertainment, social justice, cultural richness of Los Angeles, you name it. And we became a big thing. We had the, we became the largest circulation, most advertising. And we became a big thing into culture. We really helped transform the culture. So, um, and then there was a point I learned about um, these practices de uh, developed from post-Freudian techniques and, and just the, the modern understanding of the mind and brain and, and how we work uh, that educators have developed, educators and child development experts have developed called social emotional learning. Mm -hmm. uh, the educators call it, but it's really, it's really just learning that raises emotional intelligence and relationships intelligence and provides the kids step by step with the skills they need to really master life in a different kind of way. Yeah. So what happens if you can put these programs in a, in a in a bad school full of gangs, pro <clears throat> drugs, violence, bullying, you name it, uh, and um, racial conflict. You get those programs full on in schools, I know schools like this, two, three years, you're gonna get the highest performing schools with kids really relating together, happy to go to school, and modeling how human beings should relate together, mm -hmm. you know, with understanding rather than reactiveness. Because they've yeah. learned to manage their own reactors. It's not about their egos and my one up, one down. The fundamental training of child development it, it, that we come away from is am I one, the background noise in our head is am I one up, one down in yeah. any given situation? Status. Am I good enough here? Am I better than them? Is somebody better than me? If I walk into a room, what's going to happen, right? Yeah. So, um, so the good news is even while we've got the nukes and ecocide happening, potential ecocide happening and potential nuclear threats at any moment, you know, nuclear accidents or deliberate war, at the same time we've developed the tools to get the human species out of this mindset. Yeah. And, um, and we need to apply them. We need to apply them across the board. So the organization I run now, which is my sixth nonprofit um, is, uh, that I've started, is uh, an advocacy campaign to get the public aware of the, uh, this movement, the social emotional learning movement, um, and, uh, and to get the schools to adopt it and states to adopt it and legislators to fund it. It's a phenomenal curriculum. And it turns out really remarkable, awake, woke kids, if you, if you can stand that yeah. term. Yeah, that's, a, that's a dangerous who, term who, to be playing around. Is, yeah. You know, who are what human beings are meant to be, but we get yeah. pummeled out of it, which is co-creative, co-loving, co-collaborative, uh, and good learning machines and having so, not, not stressed out with depression, anxiety. So I uh, one I, I fundamentally love what you're talking about. There are some issues that I definitely want to address with you. One, well, we'll, we'll touch on. It. So uh, we'll, we're going to come back to the fact that you you you're, you founded the LA Weekly, which is you just kind of glossed over that real quickly. But we're gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a pin in that. We're gonna come back to that later. But I do want to address the what I would say the elephant in 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 the in the room on this is one of the challenges that people have with social emotional learning, especially in this survival scarcity mindset, uh -huh. gang affiliated, like like status, you know, uh, basically bottom of Maslow's hierarchy issues right. is, is that social emotional learning, speaking with vulnerability isn't quote unquote cool. It isn't engaging, it's, 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 they, it's, it's generally perceived as a sign of weakness 
And it's a sign of, of, of if you if you expose your vulnerability, some people say that 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 opens you up for attack. And it's also it's uncool to be emotional. It's uncool to cry. It's uncool to say, well, you hurt my feelings the way that you said that. And I'm sensing I'm sensing anger from you. How do you how do you address in this high status desire for for status seeking in this in, in this gang affiliations to address the fact that it's uncool and unfun to have this social emotional right. learning piece? So the paradigm that's created that that sensibility and that judge evaluation of it, that very ignorant evaluation of social emotional learning, yes. that same paradigm is the same paradigm that created World War II. Uh, Gestapo camps killing Jews, mm -hmm. Pakistan, and all your personal da damages in your life where you want to hate somebody, you love somebody, etc. Uh, violence against women, sexual abuse that's the paradigm. It's mm -hmm. like I got to win, I got to mask it up or the over masculinity of the, of, the, of the paradigm. Throughout history, Throughout history, there's been no times in which there's been no wars for any long period of time, no, no rebellions against uh, autocracy or against hot power, power structures, mm -hmm. right? No manipulation of good. And where does that come from? It comes from a mindset that I'm going to win over you or our tribe is going to win over you, right? Mm -hmm. we, we're, at, we're at the end of the game for, with that. We're at the ecocide is happening out of that mindset. My oil company is going to make enough money that to fuck you over, and we don't care about it. We'll cheat. We'll buy every legislator we can. We'll do everything we can to keep the oil things going. Yeah. So the politics are toxic. A lot of global thinking is toxic, and at the same time, there's a shift into consciousness of we got to wake up and we got to do something better. So the schools, they don't take these kids. They're very. There's a very sophisticated. When they do these curriculum right, they're very very sophisticated. Okay. They start with the kids wanting to come to school and feel good and not feel this Johnny's after me this way and this way. So there's techniques where they teach kids not to like say, oh, my, he feel bad about him and that. That's not what it's about. It's really about being able to the kids to learn to be positive with each other. What do you like about Johnny? Say that. It's also that goes then to um, skills about beginning to identify your emotions, not just act on them, be able to name them right? Be able to name other people's emotions, right? Then about skills about how to learn your, how to manage your own emotions so you're not acting out. What are, what are positive things you can do? And this is being done collectively so the kids are practicing together and seeing that it works, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, there's, there's eight or nine other steps, but yeah. in those steps, they're learning increasingly sophisticated methods of conflict resolution, of knowing, of understanding what, what, what's their highest value, where they want to go, where their creativity lies, right? Understanding themselves and really willing to stand up for themselves in healthy ways, like mm -hmm. the pushovers. Um, they're learning languaging for that, and they're learning, <clears throat> learning uh, skills for success in life. So anybody can go to our website, and if they doubt this, see, see loads of videos about these kids where you say, oh, my God, these kids didn't come out talking about, you know, oh, my, my feelings, I've been in this. That's not the languaging they use. Mm -hmm. That's the languaging projected from the old paradigm. Mm -hmm. right? What yeah. you see is kids who know how to handle their lives, who are very sophisticated. I've met 12-year-olds I put in the White House and run that versus people who were running it. 
in recent days because they're, they're, they're problem solvers. They know how to deal with stuff. They know how to deal, they, they learn resilience. They learn to deal with fail. Don't treat failure as like, okay, I'm gonna shoot myself or shoot you. It's more like, I'm gonna go shoot, shoot the boss who fired me. It's more like, okay, what's, what, what, what can I do to be creative and co-creative? And they get, they get out of the migula parts. The brain science behind this is very strong. They get out of the reactive part of their brain, the neural net, with all that lockdown, tensions, fear, ego stuff of making themselves good enough, worrying about the other people, and into this very collaborative learning mindset. They're in a different part, literally in a different part of the brain, and that's, mm. that's you know, science, science has validated that. So yeah. that's my that's my response. It's just okay. it's just ignorance about what the what the learning really is about. Yeah, it's it's ignorance about. It's also social momentum, right? Yeah, and there's plenty of social momentum behind that. Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing is is that you're trying to you, you you don't you can't just shift one person and one and, and and say teach them all these skill sets and then put them back into the same culture and tribe and expect it to completely work and operate. Right. That's why I was like like how do you know how do you and you you touched on it a little bit, which was which was which was fascinating. And you're right when you your your mind can literally shift based on what you're focusing on, right? If you're in the scarcity mindset, it is literally a part of your brain. Growth mindset, yeah. scarcity, yeah. Gerald Dweck, all that stuff. But if you're looking at that, like how do you how do you leverage social behaviors to influence people as as a collective unit to be able to get them to to shift that mindset to a more woke, if you want to use that terminology. Right. Or a more in, enlightened mindset to and, and and keep that sustainable. Yeah, well, that's what this program does. When they do it right, when they do it mm -hmm. right, they don't school too many schools just slapping on a, one or another part, parts of the program. It's a sophisticated cur curriculum. It's like going from learning two and two is four to going to be able to do advanced trigonometry. But the people who come out of it come out of it very well adopted to life and to creating a different outcome for the for societies because they're not locked into the old patterns. Mm. You know, if they're there and they look at nukes, they're gonna think, are you kidding? This is not the way we need to be relating on global. So how, what's the way we can talk to other people about how to do this? We need another, to get out of the nuke war, nuclear age, we need another generation or two who's really fully trained in this. That's why we want this in all schools. Yeah. Because there's no question that they'll collaborate, create great things. They, uh, one of the things about SEL and, when, <clears throat> and advanced schools when they're really using it well is project-driven learning becomes like automatic, second nature. Let's just collaborate together. They even learn math and teach each other math together. Um, but they'll go out and do, you know, let's one program up in Ventura County here. They did uh, an analysis of the water needs of the county. And they came up with really good ideas because it was a school assignment, but it let them get out in the world, learn about something else. And and without like, I got to win over you. My ideas have to be better than yours. It's like, you know, that mutuality that, that means that me, makes all the difference. Yeah. You know? That, yeah. And that absolutely does. And, and again, that it's, it's just, a, it's an, it is an old paradigm, but it is something that it's, it's, you, you know, this, uh, uh, at a large scale, nukes and old societies and old ways. Um, 
needing to address the issues of the individuals and the households and these wraparound programs because you it's it's it needs to be at an individual level you can't say hey the, the world needs to become enlightened to a kid who has troubles when he's at home in this absolutely violence, absolutely right? yeah so uh so i love this How, and i and i and i fundamentally believe that one of our superpowers is is to use technology like we're doing to collaborate through space and time together to elevate amen elevate, amen right? and you're right there yeah so, we, need, we need these conversations to happen on a much better level and people yeah. to understand that that their values can be yeah. worked out in different ways yeah which is beautiful. How, how do you use technology? Is this, is this, just, is this uh, human uh, capital primarily that you're leveraging or is it programs? No, and remember we're an advocacy campaign. So we mm. don't have, we don't run programs. There's thousands of program oh. developers. So what we do is we advocate, we're like the Got Milk campaign of a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. We don't support any given brand. Got it. So there's programs that have been developed by experts and for every age group, every kind of cultural group, et cetera. And so the schools have to pick the, the programs that fit them and lay them in step by step. So digitally, there are people looking at, okay, what can we do digitally? You know, hmm. there, there's some people that people starting to develop interactive games hmm. where they're solving, you know, life problems rather than shooting shooting the guy with the, the, the robots. Yeah. You know? yeah. So that's that's one potential where they're giving the kids options to re really play in life and, and yeah. exactly the kind of stuff that they're doing. So that's a learning thing. I love that. Yeah. yeah. And making it fun. Making it fun. Yeah. You know, John Lennon said, uh, gave us that song, uh, uh, imagine all the world living life in peace. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you can't imagine it and get there. You can't. Imagination is not enough. Imagination is your desire for it. You have to deploy the skills that in, in your personal life and how you deal with yourself, your inner life, your own behaviors, etc. And how and the skills to deal with relationships with individuals, other groups, etc. It's a skill mm. set. Yeah. Unless until we get break. Until we get the skill set on a mass level, the old paradigm of me up against you is, is still running the world, of me judging you. Mm. Uh, by the time we're three or four, we're the download of judgment with no kid comes into. Yeah. Christ said, you know, that, you want to know what's really the problem? You're all judging each other. It's your <laughs> mindset. You know, yeah. judge not let you be judged. Yeah. That's a program. That's the program that run, runs civilization. And until we, we, we neutralize that program, however you want to do it, take these pro adult versions of this, go, to, go get yourself conflict resolution skills, mm. go to a hypnotherapist, find a great hypnotherapist and let them neutralize every, all the back part of your brain that's judging you, judging others, making you with all your little, limited belief systems, you know, mm. get yourself out of your own pain one way or the other. Yeah, in better ways, learn how to relate better to the world. It's a skill set. Uh, and and I've seen you've referenced this a couple times. Skill sets, skill sets, right? And you're right. talking about a relationship between the mindset and the skill set, right? And you have this you have this mental operating system that's mm -hmm. like these are the rules I live by: uh, kill or be killed, or we're better together, yeah. right? And there's these are these. And so if you could if you could install. Uh, like uh, a couple of mindsets and skill sets into into these kids K through twelve. What would be what would you be the ones? And if you could just like just 
just download them right in. What would those be for you? Well, the skill sets, of course, are um, how to understand what's happening to another human being without being reactive to it. The skill sets to learn how to deal with a person who may not be have your level of understanding without aggravating their their system. That's a, that becomes a systemic level. Mm. But you can teach. There's a great study that they took. Uh, for, they took two groups of four-year-olds in preschool. And one, they put a, a very sophisticated, uh, that age relative, uh, uh, social emotional learning program in, uh, mm. emotional intelligence training program in. The other group from the same basic population in the same schools, they, they, and they followed them for 25 years. Mm. After that, if there's just a couple of months of this learning, <clears throat> the, the, the group that had, that had the experience dramatically outperformed in life, in, in life, uh, on all the positive sides, mm. happiness, good, healthy relationships, healthy physical and mental health, career success, right? Uh, um, less, far less crime, toxicity, alcohol, substance abuse, etc. cetera, uh, uh, anxiety and depression than the group the kid of, of four-year-olds that didn't have these trainings. So when you get a young mind and you put mm. and you start putting these skills in, and if you're listening and you're an older mind and you st you want to find the adult versions of it, go go for it. <laughs> uh, you'll be much happier and you'll create a better life around you. Yeah. Um, when you put these in at a young age before they're so inoculated with all the shoot 'em ups and watching all the the good guy bad guy stuff, and this one is not good enough, and that one's going clicking up in school against this one. Uh, and you know, uh, and my group is better than yours for this reason, and you know, and yeah. uh, uh, white power, black power, you name it. Yeah. It's separation consciousness, and it does not, and it and it's uh, operation becomes operational part of the brain, and it's denying us the more, uh, the healthier, more successful parts of the access to our brain, including our, yeah. our divine wisdom, our, our yeah. deeper, deeper knowingness. You know, yeah. Everybody who's ever said, oh, I should have done that. I, I, I had an intuition. I should have followed my intuition. Yeah, you should have followed your intuition. Your intuition is yeah. your knowingness of what's in harmony and what, what lies with you. Yeah. It lies with you and what doesn't elide with you, right? Yeah. And then you get, but then in the child development process, it gets so crazy, your mind starts chattering away. Should mm. I do this? Should I do that? Well, what about this? And what will do that, right? And... And most people die with their mind still chattering and looking back in their lives saying, oh, I should, maybe I should have done this, maybe I should have done that, right? Rather than, I know what to do, I know how to move my life forward, yeah. I know how people, to deal with this, this situation. Yeah, people so often live lives. we all pay. Yeah, people often live lives of quiet desperation, go in the grave with a song unsung. Yeah. Right? Right. Right. So they have yeah. that, that, that same challenge. They're taking their meds as they die. Yeah, exactly. and they but the, the challenge like being <laughs> right, but the thing is they don't know they don't have that they they have the reason why they have quiet desperation is because they don't have that skill set to be able to communicate this is how I feel and then they don't have that mindset to to that that conscious or unconscious permission to right. to to ask for the things that they want in a way that isn't violent or yeah. defensive or aggressive which is that's that, that hard thing is is to sit in that uncomfortable pocket 
and not lean on with anger and not retreat with fear, but to right. sit in there and be like, I'm going to stick this out. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm going to, I'm going to unrespond. It reminds me of, uh, uh, you ever read, uh, uh -huh. um, man search for meaning. Um, there's a, it's a, it's a, it was a crazy story, uh, about Victor Franco, who, uh, it was a personal tale of a guy going to Auschwitz and that was uh -huh. his, he actually survived four years in Auschwitz and he got to see like people go through the most horrific conditions. And then some people chose to be angels and some people chose to be demons. And, right. and that really it's about, it's, it's how you respond to the most horrific situations. It's a, it's an amazing psychological experiment in terrible, yeah. terrible conditions, but it's an interesting way to learn. How do you respond to these, the, 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 the struggles of life in a way that creates more space and more consciousness without right. with you know without causing so much pain because that's what it's so much pain right and exactly so much pain so, so much pain. pain so how so, do you respond it's, yeah it's, you how know, do you respond to, <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you this situation someone triggers you right someone does something right. to you what do you how do you armor up against the woes the slings and arrows of of fates what how, what do you personally do do you have a mantra do you have a pattern do you do you breathe and the pattern? Yeah, the pattern I have is even if uh, I don't get triggered that often, but if I do get triggered, the pattern I have is um, to do this exercise I do in my mind to, to, that takes me uh, into a sense of um, uh, seeing the other person's wounds, right? And so I'm kind of blessing them and not, and either responding in a nonviolent communication way or not responding at all, but to not add to the, not add fuel to the fire. And occasionally I miss, occasionally I, I get triggered. Um, you know, I didn't have social emotional learning in my childhood. I had <laughs> a fair amount of drama in my childhood. Uh, yeah, I so, feel you. But, but I, you know, I've been through a number of trainings. I've, aside from mm. running, I've run six media companies and I've run started six nonprofits. So, so aside from being a, a you know a media entrepreneur and a so social entrepreneur, um, I've um, I also got trained myself in these practices. I took a master's degree program in, in uh, spiritual psychology as a break from after I created a TV network that didn't make it because they didn't roll out the channels. Basically, they promised mm. I would have been very successful. Um, and uh, we couldn't hang on more than four years. Um, so uh, so I took a break and I learned that I had some skills to work work with people. Mm. And a lot of people came to ask me to work with them from this class. Yeah. And um, and so you know, I did it for about a year and I banked it down to about 10, five, 10 percent of my time. But I've worked with hundreds of people in the last couple of years. And it just affirms for me that if I teach people skills in a different mindset, you get, you get dramatically different results in terms yeah. of who they, how they think of themselves, where they are in their lives. Yeah. There's two other things you said there real quick. So uh, one is, so the exercise that you run, uh, attempt to run uh, when, you, when you can catch it, is when, when you feel triggered, when you feel like someone, you're feeling heat coming at you, you that your temperature rises, you, you, you imagine the person and you imagine their wounds and you bless them. And you bless their and you and you basically give them love. You send them compassion. Yeah, um, even, if, even if it's the love of not commenting, not responding back in a similar manner. 
mm. once or twice a day, usually I'll, I'll lose it and say, you know, but basically it's, um, I mean, if, if I'm really in a serious there's a whole nonviolent communication pro procedure and process I would use. I'm, right? I'm, I'm super familiar Related, with nonviolent. Yeah, NVC. Yeah. But if yeah. it's a shorter thing, um, then, you know, I'm thinking, I, I, like say, okay, that's my, that's my old paradigm. What would I do for my new paradigm? And try to sit down, imagine it, put myself in that energy field and act from that energy field. So instead of writing somebody a note saying, um, you know, uh, um, uh, you're being um, incredibly disrespectful and, and, uh, and uh, insensitive in what yeah. you're doing, yeah, right. I will. I'll say. I'll say something like, um, uh, you know, calling them to step up into this possible opportunity and not miss it, and not and then missing it. Also, be aware that you might be causing us serious damage, loss, and damage. Right. So that's interesting. Yeah. So instead of instead of it instead of framing it as a negative, you frame it as an opportunity, and 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 right. they have the, and you and you pleasantly challenge them to step up to the situation and instead of saying, uh, "You've hurt my," because generally with the nonviolent communication framework, because I've I've I use virtual reality to teach nonviolent communications mm -hmm. to, to 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 young youths and stuff, uh, but I know it's not it doesn't work as well in the uh hospitality space because it's very difficult uh if you're like a server to communicate yeah. how you feel because generally when they're rude that the guest or the customer is always right kind of thing right but, and you can't say well you've hurt my feelings this is how i feel but i really love that way that you put that as a thing where you're like instead of saying this incredible intensity say you have an opportunity right now where you could step up to a situation that can really like elevate us to another level you know, right. could we could we try this again in a different in a dip with a different right. spin? Right. That's every a, that's issue a, is an opportunity. That's, that's kind of but it also just know that um, nonviolent communication SEL does not say, you know, you made me feel this. Right. Mm. What it says is, um, I see you're feeling that. You know, I get you told me you're feeling this. I, I see you feeling this. That brings this up in my myself and my own feelings. Right. It's fair. You're right. You're owning it. And only it, and then you're basically saying, you know, let's find a road to operate from the high, from the highest level, right? Because I'd, I'd like to see us operate from, from goodwill and things like that. And let's let's both see if we can get there. I'm, I'm really short shorthanding this, but it's you know the training the training takes some work, but it's worth doing. A hundred percent, yeah. I and and that it's it's a powerful it's a powerful framework, but again, it takes it takes a, it's a much like anything else, easy to understand, difficult to master, especially in the subtle nuances of human communication, which is about as nuanced as it gets. It's very difficult to master because you're trained to attack. <laughs> yeah. Trained to defend and attack. That's, that's where most modern living and child rearing, parents don't like they cause you bad, you're a bad kid, et cetera. That's an attack. Yeah. That's the training. We live in a generation, it, it has to, I mean, all, there's an underlying force driving evolutionary change now because it has to, because the higher, the, the collective consciousness understands, which is why so many people are freaking out on an mm -hmm. unconscious level. They understand the matrix is not working anymore. 
right? It's very dangerous. Destructive. The people who are working the, the higher levels of the matrix are starting to succeed in life because they're starting to adopt these companies are starting to hire promotional intelligence mm. and train it, train their staffs. Google did a lot of good research on who, what companies perform better, which teams perform better. The, the high emotional intelligence teams that have learned either learned or not organically know how to deal with others or the, or the, or the IQ teams, the EQ teams constantly consistently outperform the IQ teams. Mm -hmm. supposedly the IQ teams. So it's rather, it's really about what field of relating this to the world am I putting out? Yeah. How much am I in touch with? Um, my, what, what part of me is managing my behaviors and my, and my, my responses day in, day out, including, including my work schedules and things like that. And, um, and recognizing is a really, a really crucial thing. Mm -hmm. uh, that the other person who's acting out, right? Yeah. They're acting out not not because they're bad guys, but because they're badly trained. Right? <laughs> it's not their character, it's their upbringing. Yeah. We now train each yeah, yeah. we now train yeah. parents pass along prejudices. Families, mm -hmm. when I studied the, the course, we would do family dynamics, mm -hmm. and you could predict. The, the personalities and character relationships of other of distant relatives based on once you understood the paradigm of how the current generations were relating because it's passed down. Yeah. We live in an era where we can break that historical mold because the skills are there. That's the biggest, that's the that's revolutionary and evolutionary and re revelationary skills. And they say they seem like oh small kinds of things, but they're really, really collectively it, powerful. It's it's an incredible time that we have <sighs> that we have the ability to break the chains of pain, the circle of pain. For the first time in human history, on a mass level, on a mass first level, time in human history, and, we have the possibility. Yeah, and they talked about there's there's, there's um you know, the intelligence quotient, right? Which is the IQ. There's the emotional quotient, which is another one. And there's a new one, which is in the same vein, they have different terminologies, but they call the, the story intelligence, which is the ability to rewrite uh, your own stories in your head. Right. That's, a, just a, that's a technique. Yeah. It, yeah. Right. And that's, it's, a, that's a mind retraining technique. Yeah. But that's what we're really talking about. It's like, we're literally playing the game of life and you're rewriting your own rules in your head, being able to say, uh, I'm going to choose a better path, which is hard, which is a hard thing to tr create that. It's, it's really hard. Yeah. Right. So but, if you have a desire to, to change it, change to, uh, you have that desire, uh, yeah. then you got to go out and you find yourself the workshop you need. To pay yeah. to, you got to learn the skills to get you there and find the, the, the community support group that'll help you get there. Yeah. And, and it's, 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 it's same as to connect with people as, as the same for avoiding Skittles. You know, like there's, there's, a, there's like, I, it's, you, you have, you have, you have these base desires, right? And I, and I, and I feel like the same thing. I feel like the, the urge for sugar, like there's like, there's two forms of energy. There's like right. quick, powerful, like pain. Pain is a form of energy. It, it, it will get you to where you need to go, but it's destructive, right? Versus this collaborative energy that isn't as immediate, but overall enriches the soul and builds over time. Yeah. Which is, yeah. Which is which is super powerful. What's let me ask you a question in terms of like 
what's your overall like holy grail for all of this? I mean, you've you put six nonprofits together, you've gone to be spiritual psychologists. Like, right. what do you all what do you ultimately what is the ultimate holy grail for you uh through all of this and, and your nonprofit? Well, for look, um I'd like to if you know when I when I finally die, I'd like to feel that the matrix has been laid. <laughs> at least there, not that all the shit in the world have gone away. We'll all be completely having incredible co-creator fun and building yeah. great civilizations. But that the matrix is there for success. Mm-hmm. That the species, the human species, will survive and not take a whole lot of a lot of other species with it, as we're in the process of doing now. Mm-hmm. You know, the water crisis coming up has come. Tens, hundreds of millions of people are going to die. Uh, millions are dying now from it. So it's all from a mindset of who's got the privileges, who doesn't, how, we, how we've organized to be with each other and how to organize to have a, 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 our communities. So mm. that's a big deal. And, uh, you know, um, so that's, that's, the, that's the goal. And I've been, you know, after a lifetime of looking at stuff and supporting a lot of causes, uh, including money out of politics, you know, whatever I thought was the leverage, the fulcrum. Yeah, media was first the first fulcrum. I can I can guide people to you know share with people better opportunities. But I just concluded after you know I'm pretty sophisticated. I've been out there a while. Mm. And, uh, uh, I just concluded that these kids and and gone to enough schools and seen these kids. People can watch them on our equip equip our kids website, which I hope you share. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that. Uh, this is the best change agent in the world because all the new age consciousness, the high IS stuff, all that stuff that's going on, it's great and we need more of it for adults. Mm. But if we can get to the kids on a mass level, and this has a, there's enough movement in the education world to get this. So that's why we want to get it out there and get, ask everybody to go to their schools and say we want social emotional learning. Every parent listening yeah. to this should definitely go to their schools. And get other parents to do it. Everybody, not there, should just go to our website and find a way to help make it happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I have I have the Equip Our Kids in the bio. Um, so this is currently going across like YouTube and Twitter and all those places. And the Equip Our Kids link, or at least the the name of yeah. it, is inside the bio. Um, and then we'll put the official link on, in the bio okay. when, we, when we publish this out. Um, and I completely agree. The social emotional learning the ability to connect with yourself and connect with others in a non-violent way and communicate how you truly feel authentically but also vulnerably but also in a way that's non-aggressive is like the holy grail for that social emotional learning piece and it sounds like you're trying to rewrite the matrix we live in the matrix uh maybe it's really matrix, not yeah what? I, and I, you know, I didn't create, I, I, I so honor the people who created this and the, I get to hang out with these wonderful educators mm-hmm. who I think are the angels of the planet. So we're just a service to these angels of the planet who people don't recognize as angels of the planet. Yeah. But they're wonderful people and the people really promoting this and in step by step on the grassroots level and the schools on macro levels are really, really historical the historical agents of what's a potentially mass possible change. Yeah. You know, and, and even if, even if the adoption is uneven now, as they get more sophisticated in what work, what techniques work and how to introduce them to schools, it'll get better and better. Mm-hmm. And we gotta, we gotta get it to a per- point where every country in the world wants these and has them. Yeah. What do you think is the, 
if that's your holy grail, what's the dragon? What's the big thing that you don't know if you can defeat to make this happen? What's the big challenge, the big threshold guardian blocking you from your path to achieving this, this um, ultimate vision? Well, the dragon is the old consciousness, you know, people not wake to it. People think, oh, people saying exactly what you know. So most of learning is about this and this, right? The right wing. It's, yeah. it's, it's the old mindsets and the lack of, lack of understanding of how, I mean, we have this, we obviously the country is completely split, right? Mm -hmm. But it, it comes from a, a kind of ignorance about where the human, the human, this experiment is at and the understanding of where, what the opportunities are to change now and what's mm -hmm. real about it, what's not taking away your privilege but adding, adding to the richness of your life rather than thinking, I'm gonna, take, I, I'm gonna own my own lifestyle and et cetera, et cetera, and, and uh, on my own privileges and uh, the hell with you, you know? Mm, yeah. so, but uh, underneath this, if I may, um, there's a there's a, a bigger um, kind of divine truth, which is, mm. which is we do not know who we are and our capacities, right? When we're imposed with these false belief systems, when we're imposed with these with these this mindset and this way of being in the world on the mass level, right? Yeah. So. Um, so uh, you only like it's watching these kids suddenly become these marvelously creative thinking wonderful kids because their minds are not about am I doing well my parents love me etc cetera, etc cetera. this guy going to come in come and beat me up etc uh, their mindsets are just organically like co-creative and things and and co-collaborative and beyond that so they they're going to they have the potential to create another world but but we don't understand the powers of our divine essence. One of the things I do is, um, I, I, I think I may mention, I coach a bunch of CEOs. Mm -hmm. We get together once a month and we all help each other and I facilitate it. Mm -hmm. And I try to teach them the power of um, mind and thinking and intention and belief and not to, not to and servant leadership to the team, creating healthy teams etc and uh to be successful um so and not to think they have to do everything and control things but to find what they do best etc but really to keep keep it belief learned so I, I, uh, i'm going to tell this fast story yeah go for it so one of the meetings about three years three four years ago i had um i thought that i got them poised about the stuff about belief and intention Mm -hmm. And I said, uh, we usually have a speaker at the meeting about some of the elements of business, you know, that they can learn from. Uh, and these are all highly intelligent people. And I thought, um, I'm going to, uh, uh, I'm going to get, I said, uh, next week's speaker is going to be, next month's speaker is going to be a surprise, right? And surprise was I brought in this woman who goes to, who's, who's quite evolved uh, and she goes to parties and uh, teaches people to, how to bend spoons that couldn't otherwise be spoons. That, that kind of game. Yeah. Everybody thinks yeah. it's cheap. Okay. Yeah. So, so she, um, so I had, she brings in a box from Costco, unwrapped. Everybody takes a, says, everybody take a spoon out, try to bend it. And if people get a spoon and they try to bend it. And it's, it's a pretty good, strong spoons. Just use your physical force. And then she says, give me your spoon. 
it's one of the people, give me your spoon and take another one out of the box. This is a brand new box, right? So she takes his spoon, she does this, this meditation, which is calling in this self-empowering divine power. She says, I'm putting my intention and belief into a certain part of this spoon, and then I'm going to wait and, and see what my intuition tells. I'm not going to try to eat, force it, prove anything to you, but just trust my intuition, and I'll know when it's ready, and then I'll bend the spoon, right? That's what I expect. So she goes through this whole thing, and she bends the spoon that the other that this other guy she took it from couldn't bend, right? So there's no hand swapping, things like that. So then she says, okay, now you have the same spoons in all your hands that you couldn't bend. I'm going to take you all collectively through the uh, this process, right? Mm -hmm. So um, she takes us collectively through the process. Um, after after seeing this, and it's really a good meditation. She takes into this good meditation, like being with a yoga teacher, a meditation teacher. And then we start challenge energy. The bottom line is, of the eleven people in the room, ten of us bent our spoons. We couldn't before, right? Because mm -hmm. we set the belief and intention that matter is that the matter was met measured by the energy, higher energy field we could channel in, right? Mm. So. See this? It's, it's yeah. completely twisted. This yeah. wasn't mine. This was a young woman, thin young woman in the room who just took it like a pretzel that she couldn't bend early and turned it into a pretzel, into this. So until we get out of this paradigm that we're in, we don't we don't know who we are. Until you in your life start getting you finding your own powers by finding your way out of that paradigm that's still running you, your negative thoughts, your belief systems the ways you relate to people, your reactiveness, you know, finding adult versions of healing. Uh, you, won't, you, won't, you, won't, you won't know who you are. Really yeah. sense of who you are, what your direction should be, et cetera. Um, mm. what, what crazy great things you could do in the world once you learn to harness those energies. There, there's, what you're, which touched on was something interesting. At first, I, I, I was getting ready to call BS when if I, got, I thought she was going to bend it with her mind. I was like, I was like, I was, mm, we're getting into the woo-woo territory. But which you touched on something that was actually super powerful, which was people say they believe, but they don't always believe. People will give lip service to something, but there's something that is on the fundamental level. If you truly believe that you can do something. If you right. truly believe that you can affect change because if there's there's that learned helplessness there's that like i can't do it so why even try and then you're but then if you absolutely like like uh you know baby underneath a car and a mom can take it and flip it upside down because she it is it is a hundred percent needed it is a hundred percent certain and exactly right yeah but you got to get to that level of certainty there's there's levels of certainty that if you can get to and it sounds like she just she helped people get to that level of certainty and you can do that with can i respond and not react can i can i hold space without dominating can i and and one of the things you're talking about about ceos was like how do you how do you have a deep fundamental belief that the collaboration and the co-creation is going to come out better than your one-minded domination of a situation. Well, then, right. The one-minded right. domination is the old paradigm. Yes. Right. Yeah. It's and not, that's a, not the collective intelligence paradigm. Yeah, the collective right. intelligence is more is more powerful, and that that willingness right. to let go and trust the group, and that's going to lead somewhere is powerful. So people may not bend the spoons, but they have the bent. You know, 
the, the old paradigm lands us in life that seems to be like wandering around in a labyrinth. Is this the right thing? Is this the right thing? When you when you follow your own calling, mm. um, then uh, and what you think is you, right? That's that, and uh, the world tends to bend in your direction. Yeah, that, that happens. I mean, I, the Ellie Weekly I started because I got hired to run somebody else's paper. That person got uh, it seriously injured, and they shut it down. The paper, and, and I had this team together on their money, and I knew nobody in Los Angeles, but I had this absolute belief, absolute belief that we could do it. it. Took me nine months to get the money. I didn't know a soul in LA who had any money, but I started working it, and and you know, and it came together. Yeah. So. So, and you, you check, talk about anybody, talk to anybody who's been successful, really successful in life, right? Yeah. It's because they have, they think, I'm on my right path. I know this, I'll go through the challenges it takes and I'll just keep perfecting my own d discipline and machinery and lack of, of trust and making sure I'm not in my own way and not creating chaos around me. So I'm, I'm um, so that's that's their bending their inner spoons. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, the 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 ability to have that fundamental belief that you can, because you, what you said is like I absolutely believed. I may not get it right the first time. I may not, you know, I may not. But you're like I am on the path, and that ability, that ability to be flexible but continuously move towards your destination is something that we could all learn, and that's absolutely. part of that. Social, that's that, resilience. Yeah, co-creation, social emotional learning. That's that's beautiful. What um is there is there anything else you'd like to let people know about um before they can before they can find out how to get a hold of you? Uh in what regards? I mean, you know, now's the time you know, this is this is the period when everybody's gotta step up in life. <laughs> this is the period everyone's gotta step up. Yeah. I guess I would say this. If you were to yeah, if you were to put a billboard uh uh advertising that would that this billboard would be seen by everybody. It would hit mm -hmm. everyone's phone. It would go into mm -hmm. every social media channel, and they could see it. What message? What message would you leave with people? Uh, probably uh, the opportunity is here to uh, uh, change change the outer world by changing your inner world and learning the skills to do the, to do deal with the outer world. Something along those lines. Yeah. I, I, I would love it. I love it. That's beautiful. Um, change your change the outer world by changing your inner world. Right. Yeah. So let's do, and let's but let's do it together. Let's all change our inner world so in order to change the so, so we don't work in the outer world. It's beautiful. And that's beautiful. and that's skill set. Go get the skills. Go get the skills. Love it. Mm -hmm. Um and if people want to find out more about you, more about equip kids um how what where would uh where would they go to to find out more well the, the website is equip our kids e q u i p o u r our kids at dot org so there's lots of information there and and you know it's you don't have to read everything there you don't have to watch every video you just get a taste of it but this we keep posting people to what can you can do about it and there's very simple things people can do about it. You can just pick up the phone one day, call your school and say, I, I'm not a, I live in a neighborhood. I'd like to have all my neighborhood kids have social emotional learning, period. Call your legislator, send your legislator a quick mail. Hey, I'm, I'm looking for you to spend a bunch more money on social emotional. Easy things where, 
And then, you know, put it on your social media and say, hey, every parent, you know, we should all, we got to go get, get this together for our kids and for our society. I love that. So you have a fun. And, you know, so a few bucks I'll wait too. That's all we <laughs> So so have the fundamental belief that you can have the change in this world, change your beliefs, reach out, send a message to your to the the schools and the authorities so that they can change their beliefs so that we can all collectively right. change the fundamental beliefs together. Right. Yeah, we have the learning now that I no that our grandparents didn't have, nobody had, and throughout history, nobody you know, it was not on a mass level. There were always you know, enlightened sex, but not at mass level. So we've got to take that learning to a mass level and, uh, you know, uh, recognize that we, we, we do live in a time of extremes, you know, and yeah. it's not just the extreme heat. It's just extreme splits between our minds and reality, you know, mm. and how we're, we're co-creating uh, pain in the world rather than co-creating joy and connection is and healthy solutions to all our mm. challenges. Yeah. Unify, don't divide, cooperate, yeah. don't, yeah. And again, it's just words until you realize, oh, I gotta, what's the, what's the training I need to come into that? Live it out, right? And, you know, come out of my own drama and into a world of my own creativity and self-expression and success and collaboration. I love it. Jay, uh -huh. it's been it's been an absolute pleasure. I really appreciate the advocacy that you're doing. Thank um you. totally totally resonate with this. It's a it's a beautiful message. And yeah, the if if we could install our kids with social emotional learning, this world would be a better place. Heal us from the inside out. Yeah, Jay, thank you. thank you so much, brother. Have a have a beautiful and blessed day, my friend, and and I will see you in another reality. Same here, brother. All right. Take care now. All right. Bye. Bye. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Heroes of Reality podcast. Check out heroesofreality.com for more episodes. While you're there, you can also take the Heroes quiz to find out what kind of hero you are. Or if you have a great story and want to be on the podcast, tell us why your hero's journey will inspire others. Thank you for listening. See you on the other side.